Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Richie. Beyond Walker. Pew. Pew! That'll do it! That will do it! Pew for Bournemouth! The roof of the gold sands is raised! Everyone here knows what that could mean to this football club. Hello Cherries fans, happy Monday, hope you're doing okay. My name's Sam Davis, this is episode 150 of Back of the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. You might detect that I've got a smiley voice, I don't know if the audio really conveys that, but I have, because Bournemouth secured a last gasp 2-1 victory over the Tangerines at Bloomfield Road to cement their second place in the championship on Saturday, thanks to Sariki Dembele's late strike. Bournemouth beat Blackpool 2-1, and at full time, we were outside the ground getting some raw reaction. That's coming up, but also on this show, we're going to give you a taster of what's on YouTube, because we do something called an away day experience tier list. And if you don't know what a tier list is, we we have a number of categories. So we've got five, which are yes, lads, which means brilliant. And then it goes increasingly worse, like decent, so-so, nah, mate. And then absolute dog for the worst away day. And we rank the away days that we've had based on a number of factors, including pre-match experience, the stadium, concourse and facilities, the view, food and drink, home fan loudness as well. So... I'm joined by Tom Jordan later on in the show to rank Blackpool away. How did it fare on the tier list? That's coming up. But firstly, let's get the fans' reaction at full time. Needless to say, there were some very jubilant cherries about. Final score then, somehow, outside Bloomfield Road. 2-1 2-1 to Bournemouth. Yeah. How do you feel, Tate? I honestly like it's a different feeling, you know. One 0 down first half. Um, come back strong the second half. Scored a goal last minute equaliser. We pulled out and we got the three points, which get us Premier League. I I honestly thought, mate. I mean, eighty minutes, one nil down. I didn't see our scoring. We had the penalty, which Dom approached very casually. Hello, 
Whose shirt is this, Tate? Whose uh, shirt's this? Lewis Cook. What, from today? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, let's show. have a look at that. What a beauty. Okay. Tell you what, um, but we turned it around mm, yeah. inside, you know, five minutes or so. What a turnaround. Yeah, big turnaround. And I think the uh, deadline day signings, you know, Dembele, Campwell, deal made a difference today because you've seen Dembele, he's so aggressive on the ball, um, putting people in. Campwell, always looking for options everywhere on the pitch. And um, yeah, obviously. They've grafted towards the last 10 minutes and we pulled the goal like we needed. We were the better side at the end of the day. Um, Who, who's your man of the match? Man of the match, Bournemouth. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably say... A few good players today. Like, there there was know, a few good players. They certainly performed I think, when we needed yeah, it in I the think, last I, 10. To be fair, today's man of the match today is Travers. I think Travers yeah. kept us in the game. He made some big saves at the end of the game. And you know what? If it weren't for him, we, we wouldn't be getting them three points today. No, so this this was a massive win, and you know going forward now we've got huge match against Forest on Friday yeah, now, and they're in form at the moment, aren't they? We need yeah. to be right on it. Don't we? They're in form. You know they pulled two big games out. FA Cup beat Arsenal. Um, we need to be playing like we did against Birmingham Wednesday night this week. You know yeah. there's the a big game Wednesday against Birmingham, and um, play like that. Play attacking football, not sideways football, and we'll get the three points. Gents, nice one. Thank you very much. Take Take care, care. buddy. See you later on. Take care. Thanks very much. Tom's here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how did we do that? How How did we do that, that? mate? One nil, Mm. 80, I think. 91. I mean, it was eight. I remember looking at the clock on 82, 83, one nil down. And I thought, you know what? We're dead and buried, mate. It feels like daylight robbery coming out of there with three points. But, you know what? Nat Phillips up, up top chucks the balls in they went a bit deep didn't they and they tried to hang on to what they what they had and we just kept pushing to be fair and then Jamal Lowe gets the goal and I think to be fair he's, he's shown Lowe he's shown that he can come on and nick a goal and at the end we're just, we're just chucking but it's all us at the end last five and then Dembele's just popped out what a debut for him first start unbelievable I thought he was good actually but yeah Forrest of Drew <laughs> Barnsley beat QPR we're up <laughs> Come on, you beauty. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, mate, tra- I was nearly on the pitch at the end. Let's just remember no. that, eight, that, that first 18 minutes, though. I'm not, mean, no, I'm not coming on. down. I'm not coming down, Sam. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. I, I was... I mean, I was parked around. <laughs> now, it was, it was pretty poor, but... Listen, we missed a penalty, haven't we? It's, we've known Parker. If we score that penalty, we'd probably sit on and win 1-0. And typical, you know, the guy that we had designs on yeah. scores the goal that puts them in the lead. Josh Great goal. Bro- what a good goal it was as he well. He got that man of the match as well, didn't he, just before we got the win. And, yeah. uh, he, he's a good player, he's a good player. We'll come back for him. We'll come back for him if we need to. Yeah. But um, All right, all right, big shot. No, we will if we need to. You know, he's not going to stay here, is he? Fucking hell. Come and have a real beach. But um, we... Uh, yeah, no, it was it was a nothing game, but they had the lead, so it just meant it was pretty oh, boring. But man. to be fair, to be fair, we made some decent changes and we kept plugging away. I thought if we get out of here, nick a point. We got the goal, and I thought right, get out of here, a point. Limsy Lowad, Limsy Lowad. I'm going to bring you back in a bit, mate. Oh, yeah? I'm going to bring you back down to earth in a second. Oh, I'll see you pop Alec, bring an Alec on. Hello, mate. You're right. How are you? Yeah, Who shirt have you got? I've got Campwell's. Come on. So someone's got yeah. Cooks. You've got Campwell's. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. How are you, mate? After that? I mean, until what the 85th minute? Yeah, no, it was, it was awful. It was awful. Let's face it, it was awful. But then there was that last 10 minutes of hope. Where it was like, it was Everton free all. It was our first season in Prem. Yeah. Where it, it just, it just happened. Where we were able to just bounce back from something, from an incredible like we, from a situation where we were so bad, and we, we had hope. We had hope. And that's what we needed to get these three points. I mean, it was amazing. We did, but 
there are a lot of frailties that we're showing for large parts of matches. Uh, against Birmingham, there were fewer of those frailties, and thankfully they didn't capitalise when it could have been pretty bad. But uh, we missed a pen. Blackpool scored. In the first half, I'm trying to struggle to think whether we had any other shots on target. For the second half, we were largely awful. And then a few t- uh, tweaks were made. When we really want it, we can turn it on. Why aren't we like that from the start? Well, I mean, it, it, it was almost like um, it, was, it was a panic. It was a panic, panicky five minutes for Parker because he, he, did, he didn't know what to do. So he just threw on Mark Andres, he threw on Jamal Lowe, see, see if they could, you know, make a difference. And luckily they did. I mean, that was possibly like a one in a million chance that that would actually happen that he that he got the exact right subs exact right minute and they were able to produce produce three points i mean yeah i mean yeah but for eight five minutes well no until we bought in the subs we were just all the gear no idea mm. man of the match today for you Sariki Dembele yeah he he showed class out there that i've not seen for a long time for in a Bournemouth shirt he, he was amazing i i, I don't, don't even know how to describe it are there any performances that you may be thinking, oh, Scott Parker may think twice about starting him for the next game? Any players you thought were maybe under par today? Uh, I mean, apart from the obvious starters, um, hmm, well, who did we bring on? We brought Mark Andres, Jamalo and Leif Davies, right? Mm. I feel like Leif Davies might get a shot because he showed enthusiasm and Zamora didn't really have that much to contribute for 85 or so minutes. So I feel like, I feel like, yeah... Uh, Leaf might start, but apart from that, yeah. it's three points. Nice one, Alex. Nice cheers for coming on, mate. Cheers. Take care of the cherries. Hello, mate. How are you? Hi, I'm Jack. How are you? Happy cherry tonight? I'm a very happy cherry tonight, yeah. Um, I can't believe we've won the game. I uh, didn't expect I that. think for 80 minutes we were pretty bad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think in the end, <laughs> we had Nat Phillips up front for about five minutes. I, I was terrified. I mean, Travis has, Travis has kept us in that, yeah. you know, for... You know, I think he's probably made three or four worldies. Um, and I, I, when, when, when the second goal went in, I, I, I was in disbelief. I couldn't believe he scored yeah, two yeah. goals in that game, you know? Um, so, overall, I'm, I just can't believe we've come away with a win. Let alone, you know, score two goals. I just, the way we played that game, it was, it was shit. It was absolutely shit. But, I mean, um, I think a shout-out to Lewis Cook as well. I think Lewis Cook held it. Hold it together at times in the midfield um, in an overall very shaky performance. Do you think mentally, mentally this is going to do us a hell of a lot of good? Being yeah, yeah, of course, pretty think, poor for like large parts of that game, and then turning it around. Well, yeah, exactly. Because I don't think no disrespect to Scott Parker, but I don't think much of that was down to him. I mean, I think the players in the last sort of ten minutes just played out of their skin. You yeah. know, I mean, there was a lot of bad crosses into the box, um, but I mean, um, but I mean, like you know, we we just. We just wanted it. We, we we went a bit direct, but we just put balls in the box and we got a bit lucky on the first one. I think it deflected off maybe Mark Condes or someone to get to low. But you know the pitch was poor. Yeah, um, the pitch was awful. I, I mean, obviously, they might have played rugby on it. I mean, naturally, Blackpool going to be better so because bad. they're used to playing on the week in week out. But I mean, overall, you've got to be really happy with that performance because we got the three points. I mean, Blackpool's form recently has been very good as well. Blackpool, so Blackpool, I mean, Blackpool have been one of those teams to watch. You know, Blackpool have done well. Luton have been doing well. You know, Forrest and Middlesbrough are going to do well with their new managers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, I, I don't think Parker's the man for it personally. But you know, after that break, we've done that. You know, you've got got to give him some credit because you know, he brought Mark Condes for Billing. Yeah. I think Billing, 
feeling was okay, but I just thought we should have done a few changes earlier. I think that's what a lot of fans were thinking. We, we didn't change anything till 70 something minutes. No, so. It reminds me of uh, some of our performances early in the season where we were pretty poor, yeah, but yeah, yeah. we managed to skank results. We're well, doing that's it again. I think, so if we could I do think, that. I think, you know, like you say, we've got the two late goals. I mean, I don't think we've done that really much in a game this season. We've had teams peg us back, yeah. but we've not pegged anyone back. So I think, yeah, like you say, mentally, it's going to be a good, good thing for next Friday which is going to be a tough game against Forest you know yeah. you know, the minute Steve Cooper went in there and obviously they've now got Cookie as well you know they've got they're a well drilled team yeah. don't get wrong on paper we should beat most teams but it's going to be a tough one yeah. Forest going to be a tough one anyway mate appreciate you coming Take on yeah, cheers, um, if you want your mates to come on you know, they work, they're very welcome yeah, yeah. All <laughs> in the meantime David's here you alright mate yeah how are you I'm, I'm buzzing we got I'm the points I didn't think we were going to get the points but we got the points David yeah we, uh, I thought we would want when we were wondering and I thought oh Christ and then the amount of chances we missed was like oh my word he was just keeping that the keeper and then I'm thinking Nat Phillips they pretty scored a goal I think oh hello it's going to be alright one all and then Tempe yeah, oh mate oh, oh my word what's the sign and we have got what five what and a half hours there. to get up here and for the majority of the game we, we were pretty were... poor and we, I mean I felt it was going to be one of those wasted trips but thankfully we turned it around when we needed to. That's got to give the players a lot of motivation, confidence, inspiration yeah, for the and, next few uh, games. and the last couple of minutes we had those two free kicks and that's what probably won us the game. Mm. Oh, Dembele. He's, oh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just like completely buzzing. My, my voice is gone <laughs> up there. I'll be... I, no. Love it, mate. I, I just, I just can't believe it. It's like we so got, amazing. We won. We got the points. Dembele. That, that's all that matters. Nat isn't it? Phillips. Nat oh, Phillips. Come on. Love it, David. Cheers, mate. Thanks for yeah, coming on, you, mate. mate. Have the cherries. Have see you the next one. We're gonna bring Tom back very shortly. Before Tom comes back, remember, if you want your view on, check the details below because you can send your own video, and then we'll get it on the next show. Logan's here. Oh, Logan's coming in. Oh, boy. Hello. He was gutted when Christie was out, weren't you? Go on. Who's man, favourite player today? Match. Don't say Christie, you can't. You can't, he's not there. It's on Dembele. Billy. Oh, Billy, he yeah, come oh, off yeah. and we'll want him down and we'll won the game. So that's that's okay, that's okay. <laughs> we'll we'll let it slide. Seeds at the end. I, I ran down at the end, we scored two. He's down the front. I've just picked up a random kid, it was him. I, I don't want to... On, I, I, by the way, Logan isn't your child, by the way. No, David, he's not. David Cordell Everyone thinks... Everyone saying you're my kid. Thinks, <laughs> because you always come up with top. He just up. The mum just doesn't bother. He just runs over. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't want to bring you back down to earth, oh, but, I, oh, you know, man. the bulk of that performance was terrible. Oh, well, it's, it's not so terrible. But no, it wasn't, it wasn't great, but I think, like we've said loads of times, we'll cover it, I'm sure, on the second look. But Is that a good that win, though? Goal, Is that a good win? A great because. Win, in Great terms win. of most of the performance being bad, Scott Park's yeah. going to have a lot to analyse. I think... You're forgetting three points. That's I, all right. I think the difference is, scored a penalty. I think it's a different game. I think we probably hang on for a 1-0. I think we said it loads of times. We go 1-0 down, that's when we struggle, isn't it? Because mm. of the way we play. And when we concede first, you think that's it. Mm. So you've got to give credit to the fact that we kept fighting. Um, I think they, set, they sat back, but we took advantage. But yeah, I think it wasn't great. But I think that's purely down to the fact they scored the first goal. I think if Solanke scores the penalty, which is nothing to do with the management, is it? it's a penalty. Then I think the game's in the bag. So, yeah, I mean, credit to us. I ought to take a draw when we won 1-0 down. But we kept scrapping at the end. Dembele, we've got a player who actually wants to make something happen. Campbell does the same. So we've, we've got a few additions there that try and make something happen. Yeah. And I like that about us. Even that Phillips going up front just with a few errors. But to be fair, at least when, we got, when it went 1-1, we were the only team looking to win it. Yeah. But big shout out to Travers. Because again, in the week when we were 2-1, he kept us in the game. 
again there when it's, when it's 1-0 he keeps in the game doesn't he yeah. he keeps it alive for us but we kept scrapping mate and we were the team that wanted to win it and we did so uh, bring on Pop World <laughs> probably bring on promotion probably should give a significant mention to the Blackpool fans I thought were yeah, good. very very yeah. good yeah, they very noisy and really yeah. got behind their side they'll be absolutely yeah. fine this season I think yeah, yeah. playoffs could you beckon maybe yeah. season after next not this season if they had won that they would have been dreaming of yeah. it but I think yeah they've probably yeah, they needed to beat us but uh, listen they're doing really well and I, I said to you in the week that they've done similar to us they've come up and established themselves as a mid-table side next season they can push on like we did so mm-hmm. yeah they're a good side I enjoy coming up there they're a good footballing team if they keep hold of Baldo he's a good player mm-hmm. and um, yeah they just probably sat too deep because they had the lead and probably invited us on too much but Mate, we kept we kept going, we kept fighting, we got the, we got the result. So, I can't believe it. tell me again what happened to Forrest today? Forrest drew 2 2. They scored last minute, actually, to nick a draw. Mm. But it was against Stokes, so it's a pretty good point. I'm hearing that, I think Steve Cook might have had to go and goal. That the keeper got sent off. Steve Cook and yeah, goal. Um, He's got experience of that. Let's be, uh, so, they had a bit of a nightmare, and then uh, QPR losing to Barnsley was an absolute. I mean, I thought they'd rip Barnsley apart. So, that's a really good result for us. So, yeah, so, us um, and Fulham are starting to tear away a little so bit. So, Friday is a, is a big game. Massive huge game I mean yeah. if we lose it doesn't necessarily sort of affect how the league table looks but no, but we win it and, 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 exactly. and, and the, the gap on Forest there if we win it is massive it's almost like you can't really catch us so yeah huge game on Friday I'll probably when we're 1-0 down I thought four points out of these two I'll take it but we've already got three so hopefully we can get six mate but yeah, I'm buzzing absolutely buzzing Love it, love it. Dembele, what, what a goal. Oh, man, it was some some scenes in, in Blackpool at the weekend. I, I was more than happy with just getting the equaliser at one all. Jamal Lowe once again proving his worth. But wow, Sariki Dembele, it was almost a scuffed shot. Didn't matter. 2-1, absolutely superb win. But how did that contribute to the away day experience? Well, look, we... We try to review the away day based on everything but football. So earlier in the show, you'll have heard me say that it's about the pre-match, the stadium itself, the facilities, the view, food and drink, the loudness of the home fans. So I was at the Parrot Parley with Tom Jordan and myself and him, we went through our various categories and then we ranked it on our tier list. If you want to watch this video, you can see it on YouTube, but for now... Let's see how they fared. This is not. This is not about the football match. I mean, it was limbs. I mean, it was. I mean, it wasn't the, the best game. But I tell you what, them limbs at the end, obviously, you can appreciate as an away fan. That's what you dream of, and mm. but yeah, we we leave that bias at the door, don't we? We don't talk about the game because that's not what it's about. It's about the whole away day experience as a whole. Nothing to do with the football. No. And with this one, we decided as it's a relatively long way away, we thought we'd make a weekend of it. So. A little bit of our review will include what it was like in the evening as well, but we're not going to score up and down because of that, because obviously some of them we can't stay at. But it was a Saturday kickoff, it was a 3 pm, and that meant we could do a, a Friday and a Saturday stopover, mate. It did, yeah. It was, uh, it was nice. I think that's probably one that most, you know, because of the distance and stuff and because of what Blackpool's like as a, as a nice night out. I think a lot of people decided to kind of stay up for that one, didn't they? I mean, we yeah. took over 800 up there, which is quite a distance, which shows I think a lot of people stayed over, which was which was nice, good spirit and uh, good away following. So, yeah, it was really enjoyable, mate. And if you're a Blackpool fan, why not subscribe to this? You probably subscribe to Lee Charles TV, who's an excellent Blackpool YouTuber as well. So if you've come along from his channel because he's put a couple of links our way, then why not subscribe to us? 
especially when you see the rating. Well, we don't know yet. We could put them down the middle, down the bottom. It will, we'll tell you later. This is the current tier list that you're seeing on screen at the moment. And look, we may recalibrate it because what we do is often record these videos only a couple of days afterwards when we're, we're excited or happy, but then you sort of contrast it later on and think, oh, actually, was it that good? At the moment, Bristol City are in the top tier. Yes, lads. And then you've got a plethora of teams in the next two, decent and so-so. Nah, mate, though, we've got Stoke and Middlesbrough. Yeah. No one in absolute dog. No, not yet, which is which is a good thing. And I think the championship is... I, 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 that doesn't surprise me. I think we've got some really good away away grounds to go to and away games in general. I think it shows our bias, though. The two in Nah, mate. One we lost, one we won. So, mm, yeah. yeah, it shows that we left the football at the door there. And But, yeah, that's probably expected. They're quite horrible trips for us. But, yeah, nice little... Nice little mix in there, mate. But um, there's, a, there's a few places where there's a few gaps. So let's see how they get on. Let's see how we get on. So what we're going to do, we're going to rate six different points out of ten. And then we're going to come up with an overall rating. We don't add it up and we don't do it like that. But we just come up with a tier that we're going to put it in. So pre-match experience, mate. It's one of the things we talk about. Yep. So that's like parking, pubs beforehand and all the vibe. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I was really happy with it. Obviously, we were staying at an Airbnb, weren't we? And... Um, we knew that parking was near there, so we just parked there and thought, right, now we'll work out how close it is to the to the pub we're going to, mm. see the away fans. And it was, what, 10-minute walk? Yeah. Ideal, wasn't it? Um, and then you get to walk past a number of fish and chip shops yeah. and uh, nice, you know, what, what Blackpool brings you and uh, seeing people on horses and stuff. But, um, yeah, perfect little walk, ideal, really. And um, went to the Manchester, didn't we, where mm. all the Bournemouth fans were. And what an away pub that was. What an away pub it was. Love it. Oh, my goodness me. So DJ. It was really, it, it was really interesting. I mean, you know, parking was absolutely fine. The, I mean, the weather was pretty poor. Like you say, there, you can imagine it's like it's it'll be hustling and bustling in the height yeah. of the summer season. Yeah. But there were, there were still horses. There are still trams going along the seafront. Fish and chip shops open. Amusements and all that kind of stuff. Candy floss stalls, all that kind of stuff. But the pub, right? Whilst it's probably not to many people's liking yeah. having this kind of constant loud music at what 11 o'clock in the morning when you walk in at least they're making something of it the these lot actually put on a show and what they think fans will like so they put on a football sort of mega mix they even played a couple of Bournemouth chants as well and you know they made a really good effort it's not to the liking of everybody but it was it was a really good vibe and I've got to say it actually sort of got me well up for the game yeah I think you can uh, appreciate some people who kind of want to get into a pub before and have a a good chat and you know natter with people they maybe haven't seen for a while and talk about the football and it wasn't one for that because it was very sing-songy but like you say, I, I like the fact that they make a conscious effort of right. It's an away day for these guys. Let's make it. Let's make it a good one for them. And I think when I walked in, I thought I can't hear myself here. But I think once you're in there for a while, you start getting into it. Um, it's it's a really good vibe, and it was um it was good. You could you could sing along, and I, I really like that. And all Bournemouth fans kind of congregated into one pub. It was it was nice, mate. And like you say, weather wasn't ideal to walk to it, but it wasn't bad enough to have to jump in a cab or anything. No. But that that would have been an option as well. So yeah, it was um. It was ideal for me, mate. I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed the sing song, and um, they even had. Obviously, it was muted because of the because of the music, but they had all the football on loads of screens as well. Mm. Southampton Man U was the early game, so you can kind of watch that while listening to the tunes. It was yeah, ideal. And yeah, it was a relatively short walk. The stadium was actually fairly close to mm. the town centre and to the beach, and there was another pub as well, with Big Weather Spoons, the Velvet Coaster, um, and there were a number of sort of places where Bournemouth fans could drink at. So whatever you really wanted to do. 
than you could. And obviously Blackpool's a tourist town, so there's all sorts of tourist attractions. You're not short of things to do. Obviously, the roller coasters and all that kind of stuff, whether they were open or not, not too sure. Roller coaster of a game, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a roller coaster of a game. So, in terms of the pre-match experience, I was, um, I was, I was pretty happy with it, and um, you know, thought whilst it's not to everyone's liking, they put on a show, and uh, yeah. you did really well with that. Out of ten, mate, what would you give it? Yeah, it's got to be high for me. I'm going to go for an eight. Eight. Probably would have been nine if you could just... But I'm trying to put it into context that, yeah, maybe you couldn't hear yourself all the time. It would yeah. have been nice to have a bit. And it was only kind of at the front. There was a little, So we had to, we were doing, obviously, our, our vlog for the game. Kind of had to go out the front to, yeah. to do it because you couldn't hear yourself. But otherwise it would have been a nine. But it's got to be an eight, mate. I'm well happy with it. The stadium, Bloomfield Road. And it's an interesting one because it's been one that's been redeveloped on three of the sides. But mm. we were in one of the older stands. But even still, I thought, I thought it was on the right ground. Yeah, I've I've been there once before, and it's a yeah nice enough ground. It's nothing spectacular, um, but it's also not grim and horrible. I'm always happy to to go there. It's kind of one I don't see anyone really complaining about um, the stadium, um, but it's also not one that's probably at the top. But yeah, I, I like it. Still got a good bit of character about it, which I which if you've watched any of the previous ones, I like. You know, it's still got that old school feel to it, but also you know it's kind of redeveloped over the yeah. years. So yeah, I, I I I like it, mate. It's it's just what I want from a, you know a good championship. Away ground to be honest, so yeah, I was I was more than happy with the stadium, and um, I think they should be they should be pleased with it. I think Blackpool pride themselves having a good stadium, a good bit of character. So yeah, really enjoyed it. One of the things that I wasn't happy was the the quality of the pitch wasn't overly great. Mm. I mean, look, we couldn't use that as an excuse, and thankfully we didn't have to, given that we got the win. And look, the pitch was inarguably worse condition when uh, a number of seasons ago we went there and won six one, but it didn't look great. Partly at the time it was like. Do they share this with a rugby team as well? But they don't. Don't bring um, up the 6-1, they're going to unsubscribe. <laughs> especially on the near side of the pitch, I didn't think it was particularly good. And, but in in terms of that stand that is maybe subpar, that's where some of the media team go at the moment. So you're looking out over the three sides. That I think it, it really contained the noise, and we'll, mm. we'll talk about that later on. But apparently Blackpool Football Club is actually working with the town's council in order to uh, deliver a new east stand at Bloomfield Road and that includes uh, the creation of community pitches, uh, business and commercial facilities and a number of other things well of which there will be an east stand built in as well. That stand actually was built as a temporary stand when Blackpool got to the Premier League but it's still in place. We've heard all about that before, haven't we? We have indeed. Um, yeah, long time. When were Blackpool in the Premier League? I'm 2011. Was that what it was? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 2009, sorry. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, no, I remember that. That was. Uh, uh, no, maybe it was 2011. I don't know, mate. It was a while ago. But <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that a decent side then, just thinking about it now off the top of my head. But yeah, um, like the stadium, like I say, good character, and they look like they're redeveloping it as well. So yeah, they should be happy with that. Out of 10? I'll go for a solid 7. Brilliant. Lovely stuff. Okay, let's move on to the concourse and facilities as well. And I thought it was fairly spacious. We didn't take that many. I think we took about 900 or so. Seemed to be a fair bit of room in there. And then you could almost kind of spill out-ish onto the kind of, not quite outside, but it had a... It had quite a large area where you could sort of congregate, which was very airy. Yeah. Um, and I quite liked it. Yeah, I quite liked it. I think it's one, as you say, I think we took about eight, 900. And I think that was ideal for that. Not too crowded, enough room. Yeah, we've been to a few this season where you think, God, how do they get it when there's more fans? It's so yeah. blooming claustrophobic. But it was ideal. And I was thinking if they had a few, few hundred more, it would be fine as well. So, yeah, I was um, more than pleased with it. One of the better ones, I would say. 
I say we've had a few that are a bit dodgy and I was I was more than happy with it. It's one with the concourse facilities. I think if you don't have to complain about it, it's probably pretty decent. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was more than happy with it, mate. Toilets, you didn't have to queue for ages. And I thought, yeah, plenty of room. I thought the facilities were really good. Um, there were visible, accessible toilets as well. So everything looked hunky-dory with regards to that. Out of 10, mate. Solid seven again, I think. Solid seven. Right then. Food and drink. Did you have anything to eat? I don't think I did. I did. No, I went down, right, so I went down on 30 minutes after Dom's missed penalty because mm. um, I, I needed to go to the toilet as well, got some food. I think I got like a... No, I got a pie. I got a pie, oh, okay. and the pie was actually all right. Pie was good. Sometimes you have pies, and they're so flaky with the pastry, and it's all pastry, but this was like slightly soft, which meant that, you know, there was good filling in it as well. I was yeah. very happy with that. Um, beer selection as well, I thought was, I mean, it was fairly standard from what I remember. Fairly standard, but um, yeah, it was it was fine. And like you say, it seemed like a lot of people were eating. You were happy with the pie, mm. so yeah. Did, and did you have to queue long for a Not for really, a no. no. And I think I kind of, I went down just after they scored. Worldy, by the way. Um, and then, yeah, and you kind of saw it coming in at half-time. You could tell it was half-time, a lot of people coming in. But they moved it quite quickly, I thought. They had a, they had a good... Sometimes you sit and they've got, like, one member of staff. Yeah. But they had a few there, and they were working quickly. So, mm. And I managed to kind of see my pint off and get out for a second half yeah. quite comfortably. So, yeah, it was um, it was good. Drink was fine, mate. And, um, yeah, like you say, you were happy with a pie, so yeah. nothing to moan about. When you think about it, you know, you might, because you do go down on 38, but even sometimes when you've been going down on like 38 minutes, I'll, I'll come down at half time and you're still in the yeah. queue, yeah. which leaves you, what, 10 minutes to finish a pint? You know, who wants to drink that quickly? No one does. You just want to have a leisurely drink, talk with your friends about what you've just witnessed, penalty miss and wonder goal. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there, was, there seemed to be plenty of time, so you must have got served quite early and I got served very well. And I, I actually walked out back to my seat just as Josh bowler was blimmin yeah scoring that absolute pearl of a shot so yeah i was uh quite happy with uh the food and drink offering what what are you gonna give out of 10 i feel like i'm repeating myself but it's got to be a solid seven yeah, again, it? it's so above well, average yeah. clearly so um yeah gotta be a seven for me now the view at bloomfield road in our stand because it's an older one there were a number of pillars but there were only a few of them i could only count like three or four so it didn't really get in the way or spoil the view too much. Um, I was sort of relatively at the front. I think even if you were back, you like you had a solid view. Yeah. I, I thought it was all right. I was quite pleased with it, actually. Yeah, I, I kind of went in two different spots. You can kind of sit where you want, couldn't you? Mm. Uh, first, second half. And I thought it was it was really good. And for the limbs at the end, it was quite easy to get down the front. Um, but yeah, I was quite happy with the view. I, I remember thinking, you know, if you could quite comfortably see both ends. I didn't have any problems with it, mate. So I'm thinking to other games, I'm thinking it's one of the better ones for me. Um, there might be some people, like you say, there was a few players, but I didn't really notice. I thought it was it was really good. I was I was really happy with it. I quite Sometimes when you're on the kind of side, I, I think, oh, I want to be behind a goal. Yeah. But I thought for one of the side views, it was, it was one of the better ones, I thought. Yeah, absolutely. I, I thought that too. And um, look, there, there was plenty of space to sit down and there there was enough room for limbs um not enough room though for dan parsons who managed to fall over in the celebrations here's his picture <laughs> oh dan dan oh mate that's what it's all about that that is what it's all about that 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 went viral on instagram that picture he didn't dislocate his shoulder did he no he didn't no. he didn't do a richard jackson no. but and look, we, I think at some stage we've got to mention the staff and I think, mm. you know, why not mention it now? Yeah, cool. Really friendly. 
they dealt with Richard Jackson, who did this located shoulder, as you'll have seen from our vlog, very, very well. You'll see that uh, Richard has now recovered, uh, you know, he's slightly aching, but Lloyd Kelly sent him a shirt. That was nice, really wasn't nice. it? Yeah, really nice touch. And he was very complimentary of the kind of staff and, yeah. and things like that. And, you know, how they've all dealt with it. You know, both, both clubs really, um, before and after. And, yeah, I, I, I thought every, everyone I met was really friendly, to be honest, if we're, if we're kind of going into that. I fans thought, as yeah. well. Yeah, uh, great. I find with Blackpool, like, there's no sort of delusions of grandeur that no. you get with some clubs. They know what they are. Uh, yeah, they love it. They know what they are. They got to the Premier League. They, you know, they didn't expect it. They know that they should, you know, they are an established Championship side and that yeah. they are looking to progress. But you don't see this entitlement. And I think sometimes maybe as Bournemouth fans, we we possibly do act like that. But that's only because of the talent we've got on the pitch. Yeah. Um, and look, they're they're a side that um, you know a very like family club. And I saw from um, Lee Charles's video with um, he was sat next to Jane in the stand where they sit and she almost had a tear in her eye when talking about Josh Bowler because he's he's such a good player and yeah. she said in all her years of supporting she's never seen a player that good grace the tangerine shirt and I you know I think it's a it's a club that if you can keep him oh my goodness you know what you could push on next season I'll tell you what if you you look at it, I'm not being afraid we were one of the clubs sniffing around him there were definitely people it was quite evident that people wanted him mm. on the last day his decision to stay there I think that says a lot about the progression the club's going in. Yep. We're going off onto the football a little bit here, yeah, but yeah. I just want to say that Blackpool in general are such an easy team to like. I think that's what I'd say about it. Yeah, them. I agree. Because the, the place is good fun, the stadium's nice as we're mm. talking about, the fans love it. And the team now on the pitch are a team that I can imagine Blackpool fans really find it easy to get behind. Yeah. And I, I mentioned it, didn't I, before the game. They're the type of team that I think could they knock on the door next season for the play? I, I wouldn't surprise yeah. me, but um, yeah, they should be proud of their team and um, yeah, nice place to go. And Josh Bowler is a hell of a player. Mm. Um, I hope he sticks around for another season because I think that could be key for him. Excellent. So, uh, food and drink we done. Yeah. Um, and I'm, and then we've gone on to view. I, to be honest, I was really happy. I'm going to give it an eight for the view. Yeah, I, I, I really so. liked it, mate, from my perspective anyway. When you've got um, a stand that's not a cantilever mm. stand, you, you know, you will have the pillars, but. They weren't obtrusive. It wasn't like Luton where they were every five metres or so. Um, no, so I was quite pleased with that. Right, um, home fan loudness. Now, I know that we all appreciated how loud they were at Dean Court because yeah. they were probably some of the loudest fans that we had. Uh, even at 2-0 down, they were singing. And look, that that sort of gave the team the impetus to draw back to all in the space of not long at all, only a few minutes before... Uh, those two goals were scored. Uh, Jerry Yates, I think, notched the penalty to make it two all. Um, and you know, sometimes we've said it like our fans are better away, not so good at home. Not the case with them. They were equally loud at home. I thought we've been. If you if you want to look at our previous kind of away day reviews, we've I reckon the average rating for uh, kind of the loudness from home fans has been three or four. Yeah, um, it's been which, and we've always said we know we're the same. It's just the way it is. But these were different. I, I think. Borough were pretty good and the only game I missed was Derby but you all said Derby were good you could hear it on telly these were these were above them in my opinion yeah. best home fans I've heard as you say they were really good at our place and I kind of thought oh was that because you know it was a way day and they come back from 2-0 down but clearly not I thought fair play to them um, and even at the end of the game they just they just lost in the last kick of the game and they're still there you know and maybe that's because of what they're doing on the pitch at the moment they're proud of their team as we as we just mentioned but really impressed because it's very evident going to all the away games that the home fan decibel levels are pretty mediocre at best. These were different and I really enjoyed it because it's nice to hear a home 
you know, home fan base really getting behind their team. And um, yeah, they, they were really helpful for their, for their boys. And I was really impressed, mate. I was. Um, I thought Borough were good. I thought, oh, Borough might be the best, actually. Mm. But these were the best for me. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, I agree. And it, it, it helps somewhat with the, regards to their stadium design. Obviously, it's only sort of filled in on, on three sides. But they've got sort of as many rows as we have, I think, in our main stand, north stand. But they're slightly steeper. And they've got quite a high roof, which allows the sound to sort of you know reverberate around. And it carried. And it helps that all three sides seemingly were singing. Um, whereas on us, it's very much kind of like the North Stand and the South Stand uh, singing like half-heartedly, whereas they were going for it. So, you know, decibel level, mate, out of 10. It's got to be high. I think go back to what you were saying previously about that entitlement. They haven't got that. And I think that shows in there, you know, the fans are just getting behind their team. For me, because it's the best I've had so far, I'm giving it a nine. Nine. Highest we've ever had, by the way. Highest we've ever had. Wow. Okay. So... Overall rating, let's take another look at our table then. And I'm sort of looking at comparable sides here, mate, in terms of the away day experience. And we've got a number in decent as well. I mean, from what we've been saying, I don't think this is going in the bottom two categories. Absolutely not. <laughs> Possibly not even the middle one. So, right, let's pick. Where are we going to put it? Yeah, I think, as, as, you, as you mentioned before, I think sometimes it's difficult because you do some games and then you look back at it and compare to other teams and go, oh, no. this one for me is easy. It's the easiest one I've done. I'm looking forward to doing it. Yes, lads. <laughs> top, top. And you think of this as we have to travel and it's still going to yes, lads. Mate, it ticked every box for me. It's wow. got to be up there. Got to be up there. And you can see that from all the previous ratings. But has to be, don't you agree? Yeah, I mean, got to be. Part of me thinks that, you know, Bristol City. <sighs> it's better than, don't get me wrong, yeah. Bristol City are in Yes Lads, but Blackpool's in Yes Lads more so. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's number one. It's number one on away days for me, definitely, uh, without question. And I probably beforehand, you know, I kind of in my head, I think, oh, what do I expect this to be? I've yeah. been there once before. I thought it might get decent. But because of the travelling and how far it is, it, it might go in the middle. Yeah. So it's not like I had this preconceived. It, I was just, I loved it. And even from the fact of, you know, them being loud, everything just ticked all the boxes, mate. So it's right at the top. And yeah. um, it's going to be, we've got a few to go, but I'm going to be surprised if anyone mm. gets up there with them. Mate. I think it's probably going to be the best for the season. And we didn't even touch on the night out or anything like that, but we had a good exactly. night out in the evening as well on Saturday. Loads of places to go as well. Everyone... Really, really friendly, no trouble. AFC Bournemouth fans were on the dance floor in Pop World. And they weren't, well, there weren't any issues. Um, honestly, yeah, re really, really enjoyed it. And it's, you're sort of looking at this like, tier list now, the sort of teams that are up the top there, and you just think, oh, God, it's, it's actually going to be a shame when we get promoted because we're when? not going to be able to go to Forest. We aren't going to be able to go to Black I do like that you said when, yeah. when we get promoted. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, listen, we've said there's obviously loads of reasons why we need to get promoted, and that's yeah. why it's part of football. But I love the championship. Yeah. There's a reason why. There's only two in now, mate, and none at the bottom tier, an absolute dog. There's a reason for that. But Blackpool, hats off to you because you thoroughly deserve to be in, yes, lads. Absolutely loved it, mate. And obviously, we've taken all the bias away from the pitch, but that just gave it a little cherry on top, didn't it? Fair play to Blackpool there. Fair play joining Bristol City at the top of the list. Of course, you can watch all of these videos on our YouTube channel and uh, we may, we may pop another one or two on the audio pod for the rest of the season as well, depending on how it goes on the pitch.
So there we go then. That is episode 150 in the can. Remember, if you want to watch all our content on YouTube, it's youtube.com forward slash AFCB podcast. Next week, it's home against Stoke City. You'd have to say it's a match that we, we really need to win. So if you're not subscribed to the pod already, make sure you do. Because Monday morning, 7am, you know that we'll be there. Until the next show, you've been listening to Back at the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. Richie. Maybe on Walker. Pugh. Pugh! That'll do it! That will do it! Pugh for Bournemouth! The roof of the gold sands is raised! Everyone here knows what that could mean to this football club. Podcast Network.